the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now back to Lifeline with Craig Roberts. Most program directors in radio, and I've been one for many years, will tell you that the the most important parts of a program is the start and the end. Uh, This is a, a bit of a unique time in that we now here at the Midway have reached the most important part. And we've reached the most important part in the sense, as I was sharing with Bishop Jackson just before the break, a lot of folks tonight are struggling because there still seems to be that missing part. And maybe you've done a lot of the the right things. You have gone to church, you have read the Bible, you have put money in the offering basket, you've you've, uh, raised your children to respect others. You've done everything that you feel is necessary and right. And yet, in those quiet moments, when you're just left alone with your own thoughts, there's that lingering sense that there is something missing. I want to suggest that maybe the, the issue here, perhaps, is the difference between knowing of him and knowing him. If I said to you tonight, we brought up a name, Willie Brown, Gavin Newsom, you say, oh yeah, I, I know of them, but you you don't know them, likely. But it's a name you know, a name you've heard. But there's no relationship there. Because you see, to know them, you have to have a relationship. God cares nothing for religion. In fact, I'll take it a step deeper. God hates religion. Because what God wants, what God loves, what God pines after is relationship with his creation. And to put it more boldly, relationship with you and me. Scripture tells us that he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that none should perish, but all should have everlasting life. Why? Because God wants you to have your seat at that supper table at that great wedding feast and the invitation to get in is a simple question that when our time comes and as that banquet table is being prepared we will be asked at the gates at the door and that is do you know him if your response is you simply know of him The harsh truth, and I know it bothers some liberals out there, but the harsh truth is you will not be admitted if you simply know of him. See, even the devil knows of him. But if you can say with great passion and earnest of heart that you know him, then the response will be, Right this way, Mr. Roberts. Right this way, Brother Jackson. A seat has been prepared for you at the banquet table. 
because you are a very special, not just a special guest, but you've come to a wedding feast. And you don't know this or perhaps fully understand this, but you are actually the bride about to meet the groom. Now, we started to say before the break, maybe you're someone that continues to look for, search for that missing component, that missing piece. You feel like your whole life there's been kind of a recall hanging over your head. And you want to know, how do I get that missing component? How, how, do, I, how do I move from religion to relationship? How, how do I really and truly and wholeheartedly go from knowing of him to knowing him? Bishop Jackson? That's a powerful question. And for all of you that are listening right now, it's no coincidence or accident that you're listening to the broadcast tonight. God has purposed every one of you to hear this broadcast tonight, to hear this message, this great man of God, Craig Roberts and I, to just talk about what we know and what we love and to share with you because God loves you as well. And in spite of whatever you've done, haven't done, listen, God loves you. He loves you so much. And as Craig said so eloquently, he wants relationship with you. Whether you're upstairs, downstairs, in your bedroom, in your car, wherever you are right now, listening to the broadcast, God has purposed you to hear this broadcast. And if you really want a relationship with God and want a relationship with His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, want your sins forgiven, listen, it's not hard at all. Right where you are. If you can just close your eyes, if you're driving, of course, just reach over and touch your radio and just just right now with all humility, just open your mouth and can you say, Lord Jesus? That's right. Come on. Oh, boy, somebody, I can just see those tears beginning to come. If you can just say, Lord Jesus, the Bible said, they that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you could just say, Lord Jesus, that's it. That's right. Now, come on, repeat after me. Lord Jesus, forgive me for all of my sins. I believe that you died on the cross and you were buried and on the third day God the Father raised you from the dead and right now Lord Jesus I open the door to my heart and I receive you into my heart as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you've prayed that prayer tonight, my God, then I want to ask you the million dollar question. According to that little prayer you just prayed with me, where's the Lord Jesus right now? What would you say? If you can truly say, He's in my heart. 1 John 4 and 4 says, Greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. Heaven is rejoicing Amen. right now, Brother Craig. With the heart man believers, yeah. with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Yes, sir. I just feel it in my spirit. Heaven is rejoicing because I believe there's thousands of people listening to the broadcast tonight that prayed that prayer tonight. Boy, we'd love to know who you are. We'd love to know. And I want to encourage you, if you want to drop me an email, you can do so, comments at kfax.com. That's comments at kfax.com. Um, maybe you're somebody, as I suggested earlier, that, that has listened to Christian radio for a long time, but you haven't found a church home. Or you're looking for a church home that can really zero in on the unadulterated preaching and teaching of God's Word. Now, let me be clear. I'm not talking about fancy platitudes. I'm not talking about a mimic-style Anthony Robbins motivation seminar. I'm talking about opening God's Word, reading chapter by chapter, verse by verse, the proclamation of God's Word. Because it's God's word unto salvation. It is God's word that changed the heart of man. And if you want to get to know him, you need to read his word. That's how you get to know him. He reveals himself to you in the pages of his word. And the amazing thing, Bishop Jackson, is the more we read... The more we pray, the closer we grow, the more intimate the relationship becomes. And over time, and I remember the, the little rhyme we used to sing in Sunday school or in vacation Bible school. Um, Jesus, I love you so. This I know for the Bible tells me so, right? Um you can, through a time of prayer and reading of God's Word, reach a point in your life that you not only know who He is because for this the Bible tells me so, right? You not only know who He is because of what Scripture tells you, but you know that you know that you know in your very heart of hearts because you've moved from knowing of Him to knowing him. And I got to believe that whatever experience Jerry Thomas had, he just didn't know of Christ. He knew Christ. Yes. And it compelled him so much so that absent flowery words or a prepared sermon or a booklet on the four spiritual laws, not that there's anything wrong with that, but absent all of those tools and simple reliance on telling you, Bob Jackson, about who I know, Jerry Thomas, who I know, all he had to do was say to you, all you need is Jesus. And the Holy Spirit finished the job. <laughs> Praise God, I'm telling you. And did he finish the job? I'll tell you, I am a happy man. I tell you, I am so happy. Wake up happy. Just giving God the praise, giving God the glory for this abundant life that the Lord has given. It's just, it's more than amazing to me that he could use somebody like me from where I come from, a wretch undone, 
and changed me into the person that I am today. And I give him all the praise. I give him all the glory. You're talking about that award I won from the president recently, and, and you're going to bring it back up toward the end of the program. Let me tell you something. That award, I mean, I'm thankful, I'm humbled by it, that the president would see fit to give me a Lifetime Achievement Award. I think it's wonderful. But you know what, Craig, what I really desire more than anything else is when I walk over the portals of heaven and I hear the Lord Jesus say, well done, good and faithful servant. My God. That's the report I want to hear. <laughs> not not to take anything away, and, I, and I'll, I'll mention because I, I, you know, we we, we, we love to uh, to, uh, uh, to show appreciation, and we're so terribly proud. You know, we say we're going to boast. We'll boast in the Lord. We'll boast in the the work that the Lord has done in your life. Um, but if you weren't aware, uh, recently Bishop Bob Jackson received one of the highest awards that is given by this country, the President's. Lifetime Achievement Award. They do not hand these things out like candy to a baby. In fact, I think there's only one a year that's given out. And uh, this is awarded to individuals that have really gone above and beyond and have served their community unfailing and with tremendous distinction and, quite frankly, a lot of personal sacrifice. And in every respect, that describes the work, the life, the ministry of Bishop Bob Jackson. But I want to echo what you just said there. Um, hanging that wall, that award on the wall of your office, and folks, by the way, can go online. Channel 5 did a, a, a wonderful piece uh, on Bishop Jackson when he received that Lifetime Achievement Award. But at the end of the day, just a piece of paper. Signed by a man who is of 46 people that have sat in that seat. And it's really not of any special consequence in the grander scheme of things. But what is of consequence, and you just touched on it, and that is the Lifetime Achievement Award that very God, creator of the universe grants as we cross over that threshold and the saint that greets you at the door says yep I looked it up right here I've got the one and only copy of the Lamb's Book of Life and I got down here into the J's and sure enough there is Jackson comma Robert your name is written down in the Lamb's Book of Life glory to God glory to God you have Run the good race. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well done, Mm. thou good and faithful servant. Thank you, Lord. We got a mansion down here. Mm. Remember when, when Christ left us physically, he said, I go to prepare a place. I'm going to have to imagine that. Bob Jackson's going to have a corner lot. (laughs) Put it this way. San Simeon, you've seen that down there in San Clemente. San Simeon, that huge, unbelievable, multi-storied mansion. Um, That's going to be the guest house (laughs) in comparison to the mansion as Bob Jackson has laid up treasure in heaven. 
But you know, you think, well, that's Bishop Bob, and he's somebody special, he's somebody unique, he's somebody that's been called out. Yeah, but let me hasten to remind you, he's also somebody that was a gangster, a thug, a mugger, a dope user. But he's also somebody that found that missing part. And God has gone into the inside of that burned out, ugly structure and didn't just slap a coat of paint on it to try to cover it up, but has created it completely fresh and brand new. In fact, I would suggest that that the old Bob Jackson just simply doesn't exist anymore. He's a memory for some, but who sits here before me today is a whole new creation a whole new creature in Christ Jesus. And the beautiful thing about the gospel is, and you touched on this, Bishop Jackson, God is no respecter of person. No. There is neither bondman nor free. There is neither Jew nor Gentile. None are beyond the love of Christ. None are beyond the power of Christ's shed blood None. to save and to reconcile. And you know, there may be a few folks that are listening tonight that might say, but guys, you don't know, you don't know what I've done. Yeah, you talk about Bishop Bob being all those things before. That is not he is a choir boy compared to what I've done. But it is truly amazing. And I think that the difficult thing is, and maybe you can answer this for us when we come back after the break. I think the difficult thing for a lot of folks is our finite mind so struggles with trying to understand God's infinitesimal love that we say, there's, there's got to be a catch, guys, somewhere there's going to be a catch to all of this because there is no way. If I accept that, that God exists, all-knowing, all-powerful, creator of all things under heaven and earth now to each and every one of us, that very God himself could essentially single me out because he loved me so much that he would sacrifice his only son to pay the price that I should have paid because he wants to walk in fellowship. He wants to know me as much as he wants me to know him. I'm just too much of a sinner. You don't understand what I've done. I, I, I just, I can't imagine how God could be that loving. And then I look at the darkness and sin in the world, and I look at, at, at wars and, and, and human suffering and think, I've, I've got to be missing something here. How can God possibly love me that much? And, and if that is a lingering question that, that you're perhaps struggling with here, even tonight, may, maybe even as a, a believer that had followed Christ for years and served him, and you've just recently got news that you're father is dying, that your wife has cancer, that you've lost your job and you're not sure how you're going to pay the next mortgage payment. Maybe you've gotten news that your home has been foreclosed upon and you're just feeling as if there's something that you're missing and God can't possibly love you that much. We're going to ask Bishop Jackson to open up the word again when we come back after a break and, and give us some insight into that unlimited grace that he shows towards all of us. We'll get to that part of the conversation as our conversation with Bishop Bob Jackson, founder and senior pastor of Axeful Gospel Church of God in Christ of Oakland, continues right after this. 
And now back to Lifeline with Craig Roberts. I want to mention, by the way, that if you really appreciated hearing Bishop Jackson share tonight from the word and from his heart and some of his own testimony, this can be a wonderful tool that you can uh, use not only to go to school on, so to speak, for yourself, but I encourage you to share it with others. And uh, you'll find the podcast available at kfax.com shortly after tonight's broadcast. Share that with friends, would you? But more important than sharing the podcast, and that is share your faith. You know, I end every program and have for, my goodness, 33-something years, how long we've been doing this, um, don't just keep the faith, but get out there and share it. And I want to come back full circle, Bishop Jackson, to an important component of what we've uh, the Holy Spirit's been kind of leading the discussion tonight. Um, Jerry Thomas, your buddy from third grade, you served in the U.S. military with for uh technically two tours of duty, I guess, in four years' worth, um, and, and was besties, as we, as we say. Um, he, he didn't come to you with a book that he had written. He didn't come to you with great eloquent words. In fact, I don't know that you can get any more basic than what you need, and the only thing you need is Jesus. But you mentioned something that I think I, I want listeners to really grasp because as much as sometimes we use as a stumbling block the excuse of, well, I really don't know Scripture. What if they answer a question I can't ask a question I can't answer? We, we throw these roadblocks, excuses really, uh, of, of sharing our faith because we think it's really something complicated. But, you know, there, there is the, the verbal portion of sharing our faith. The only thing you need is Jesus. But then there's the nonverbal testimony. And, and speak that to that, if you would, please. Well, the nonverbal testimony is your, your lifestyle, you know, how you live, how you carry yourself, how you, and we like to say it like this, you live holy and you walk in love and you win all the souls you can to the Lord Jesus Christ. So, so there's, it's a power in living holy and it gets to be fun when you realize that a while ago you were subject to every and anything. But now, all of a sudden, you have control over yourself, where you can actually tell yourself, listen, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to use drugs anymore. I'm not going to fornicate anymore. I'm not going to be a homemonger anymore. I'm not going to do these things anymore. And God gives you, by the power of the Holy Spirit, the last fruit of the Holy Spirit is temperance, mm-hmm. okay, self-control. God gives you self-control for the first time where addictions, habits, bad habits, whatnot, and so forth, are actually broken. Those yokes are destroyed from above your neck because of the anointing. And you make that transition away from surrendering to sin to instead surrendering to Christ. Absolutely true. And the more you surrender to the Lord Jesus Christ, the more the Holy Spirit empowers you, the more you, you, I mean, you know, the disciples, when you really read the book of Acts, you find out the disciples were ignorant and unlearned men. Mm -hmm. The Lord took ordinary people like Bob Jackson, he took ordinary people that were sinners. That Peter boy, that guy was was a horrible guy. I mean, he he started cussing. Well, anyway, I, I won't say what he did, but but he took that sword and chopped off mm-hmm. the the high priest's uh, servant's ear. You know, I mean, he was a bad actor. Boy, that Peter was. But but after he was converted, after he was born again, and filled with God's Holy Spirit. 
that guy was, I mean, he was incredible. And the point that you make is so wonderful, Bishop Jackson, because if you if you were to say to the, the, the 12, um, here's a job application, please attach your resume and fill this out. There is no hiring authority on earth for the job duty of being a disciple of Jesus Christ and spreading the good news to all the nations. Yeah, no, you're not. You're a tax collector. Out of here. Next. Not a one of them would qualify. Not one. But what's amazing is, and this really goes to the to the to the heart of the point that you're making, that apart from the changed life in Christ, none of them would ever be hired for this position. None of them. But in the context of having their own lives transformed as they witnessed yes. what Christ did, yes. they became twelve men. That here we are, 2,000 years later. Thank you, Lord. And the spiritual legacy that they have left behind of being overcomers by the power of their testimony and the blood of the Lamb continue to influence us so that we are still talking about those events to this very day, even as we approach Christmas here shortly and celebrate the birth of that beautiful gift to mankind, that babe in the manger. And, you know, I think from the manger to the upper room, and as Christ prepared the final work on earth, and that was the Golgotha experience, the surrendering of his life on the cross. Yes. He talked about soon going to be with the Father, preparing a place but the promise of sending a comforter, the Holy Spirit, yes. that we might be his witnesses, Judea, Samaria, the uttermost parts of the earth. Yes. The comforter, the Holy Spirit, that we might be his witnesses. See, understand something. What sealed the deal, as you had Jerry Thomas point his finger in your face that day, was not just his words. But you looked upon his countenance. Oh, yes. And the holy, the very Holy Spirit of God quickened to the spirit of Bob Jackson, because we are all spirit, right? Yes. Quickened to the spirit of Bob Jackson that what he said was truth, and that you were indeed looking into the face of a man who had changed. Absolutely. Don't get caught up on, I'm not an expert, I don't know how to witness, I can't, I've said this before, those are simply pretexts, stumbling blocks that the enemy will put in your way. Listen, if you've had a life-changing encounter with Jesus Christ, if you've moved from knowing of him to knowing him, and you go and share... Be mindful that you never do it alone, that the Holy Spirit will be there and the Holy Spirit will quicken the power of your testimony and the person that you're sharing with, even though maybe in that moment verbally don't acknowledge to you, as Bob Jackson did not, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. you didn't say to Jerry, you know, Jerry, you're absolutely right. No. <laughs> and you said, you lost your mind. Get out of here with that religious nonsense. Knock his head off. <laughs> well, perhaps Glory. Bob Jackson did not give mental assent to the truth that Jerry Thomas was speaking. The Holy Spirit witnessed to Bob's spirit, Bob Jackson's spirit, that he was being told truth and that his eyes were gazing upon the eyes of a man, the face of a man who was a new creature in Christ Jesus. Yes. Church, we need to stop trying to do the Holy Spirit's job 
We need to start doing our job, and we need to exercise a little bit of trust. I know a lot of us tend to be doubting Thomas's until I press my hand in the side of his wounded flesh. I won't believe, but blessed are those who see and believe, but even more still, those who do not see and yet still believe. If you take God at his word and trust the Holy Spirit, you do your job to be his witnesses, to be Christ's witnesses. God will do the rest of the job. You turn on the light, that light will fill the room. And what did we say before? God promises that his word will not go out and return to him void, but it will accomplish his good pleasure. We're going to have some closing remarks from Bishop Bob Jackson. I want to mention, by the way, not to embarrass him, but if you joined a little bit late, we kind of snuck it in there. But uh, that's because uh, Bishop Bob likes to give all the glory back to Jesus, and rightfully so. But he is now the recipient of one of the nation's highest civilian honors, the President's Lifetime Achievement Award, and uh, fully, fully deserved Although I've got to tell you, the uh, the award that Christ has for you in heaven <laughs> going to pale in comparison. That's the one I'm waiting on. Hey, that's brother. the one I want. We're yes. going to take a time out. We're going to come back with some closing thoughts. Bishop Bob Jackson with us tonight in studio. If you're looking for a, a church home in the San Francisco Bay Area and your heart really pines for solid Bible-based preaching, let me encourage you to check out Axful Gospel Church. You can find them on the web at axfullgospel.org. That's axfullgospel.org. A timeout back with more as Lifeline continues. And now back to Lifeline with Craig Roberts. Welcome back to the conversation. Just about eight minutes away from the hour of 7 p.m. here on this Thursday edition of Lifeline. With me tonight in studio, Bishop Bob Jackson, senior uh, pastor and founder of Axeful Gospel Church of God in Christ in the city of Oakland. Information, again, available on the web at axfulgospel.org. That's axfulgospel.org. Bishop Jackson, as our time winds down, I want you to kind of put a big a big bow on this. You know, it's Christmas time. I'm here, so we're thinking about wrapping gifts and and uh, putting bows on those packages. Um, we were kind of discussing off the air here the fact that um, there are people who love the Lord who've been fearful. We've touched on the difference between knowing of Him and knowing Him. We've touched on the importance of trusting the Holy Spirit in evangelism. We have come through and been in, in this elongated period of time with wars and rumors of wars and 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 and, and covid and and tremendous loss of life i mean to think that over a million americans in a scant year and a half lost their lives to covid so many people having mortality on their mind young people talking about the 35 year old neighbor who was a, the, the picture of health and who's now dead and I, I think there's been a degree to which the church has spurned an enormous opportunity here because if people are questioning their own mortality, what better chance for the church to speak truth that, hey, this is just for a season. This is all about eternity. And if you don't wake up tomorrow, where will you be? What will your future be in the second chapter, the next chapter of your own eternity? Answering that question critically important. But you said something to me just a moment ago, and I think it's an important note to end on for all the saints that have an ear to hear. And that is, 
we seem to have a lack, even though we recognize that we're on the cusp of some something pretty fantastic here, I think, from a prophetic standpoint. But as much as the fields are ripe unto harvest, the laborers... The Labor. laborers are few. Yes, sir. Ninth Speak chapter of Matthew. Yeah, and the Lord spoke of that, the ninth chapter of Matthew's gospel, around verse 35, 37, 36, 37, and 38. And he says, the harvest is plenteous. He, he's looking at the people on the corner. He's looking at the people that are on drugs and the people that are on fentanyl and and, uh, and, and heroin and, and all of the different vices. All the folks with the missing pieces. All the people with the missing pieces looking in the wrong direction for the pieces that they're thinking they're missing. Don't know what the piece is. Don't really know. So it's our job, the church, the laborers, you see. But I found out members are not going to do this. There's a lot of members in the church, but there's not a lot of laborers. So the Lord was very explicit when he said the ninth chapter of the book of Matthew. He says, pray therefore. He did say the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Mm -hmm. But he gave us the answer to that problem. He says, pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send for the laborers into his harvest. And that's something I think the church need to really get on. And that's just asking the Lord, the Lord of the harvest, to send for the laborers, Lord. We don't need any more members in the church. We need laborers, people who don't mind rolling up their sleeves and going out into this harvest and telling a dying man about a living Savior. And that really is a, a directive. It's a command, really, isn't Absolutely it? Absolutely true. That's a command. It's a command. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. That was the command the Lord Jesus gave us in Mark 16. That Around that 15th, 16th verse, he gave the command to the disciples. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel, the good news. You see that? And, and be mindful. When that passage says ye, they're not talking about Kanye West, by the way. We're, we're talking about every one of us. Every one of us. Each of us that names the name of Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. All yes. of those who are not just hearers of the word, but to be doers of the word. Yes, those sir. who just don't know of him, but know him. It is our responsibility, in fact, our life's mission, to go out into all the world and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and to recognize that it need be nothing more complicated than to say to your friend, your neighbor, your co-worker, your loved one, your children, your parent. All you need is Jesus. And if you live a life that is demonstrative of a person who doesn't just know of him but knows him, if you are indeed that new creature in Christ Jesus, then the Holy Spirit will quicken to that hearer's spirit. Of the truth that you speak, his word will not go out and return void, as we said earlier, but it will accomplish his good pleasure. And if you think it can't make a change, think about the fact that here we sit, as I said before, over 2,000 years later, literally on the shoulders of the spiritual legacy of the 12 disciples that were his witnesses, and the benefit of that witness passed down to this very day to each and every one of us, to you and I, 
The question is, with such a great blessing, with such a tremendous message, what will you do with it? Bishop Bob Jackson, founder and senior pastor of Axville Gospel Church of God in Christ. Again, always a delight to visit with you. Congratulations. I know you give all honor and glory to God, but congratulations on receiving the prestigious President's Lifetime Achievement Award. We continue to pray that uh, God will continue to bless your work and your ministry. You're going in and you're coming out. And thank you so much for spending some time with us tonight. Thank you so much for having me, Greg. I always enjoy being with you. I tell you, God is just so good when we come together. Amen. The Holy Spirit just two or more gather together absolutely true thank Uh, you you bet and again on the web at axfulgospel.org that's axfulgospel.org okay having heard all that you've heard here tonight as i wrap up the program and say to you thanks for listening thanks to our producer wanda sanchez miles my engineer thanks to bishop bob jackson for being with us tonight in studio i end the program as i do every single night with a very important word of encouragement in fact we could even argue a command from god not just just to keep the faith, but to go out there and to share it. Trust in him, and he will indeed fulfill the desires of your heart, and God's word will accomplish his good pleasure. Till next time, so long. Opinions expressed in the preceding program do not necessarily represent the views of the ownership, staff, or management of KFAX. Copyright Salem Communications, all rights reserved. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.